Hey there, I'm Kara Clank. I'm Christy Coffey. And I'm Megan Gailey. And we're the hosts of Let's Talk About Text, a podcast where three gals talk about all the dirty little secrets that are within their text thread as friends. It's really nasty. We're the best friends you wish you had. It's not that nasty. You can text with us, though. So fine, let's talk about texts anywhere on the Starburns Network where you find your podcasts. It's a good show. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm Barry Rothbart, <laughs> and I'm Lucas Neff, and um, this this episode is uh, one of my favorites. I, I know that it's becoming an ongoing joke that I say this every time. No, but it honestly is, it. and it's getting boring. But this is like we keep topping ourselves. Uh, we have one of my actually like really close friends, uh, someone who is not as close with Lucas. No, I felt excluded for a lot of the conversation. Exactly. Um, it's Henry Zabrowski. He's an actor. He's uh, we were in Wolf of Wall Street together. Mm-hmm. Um, you might notice him. He, he was, was the character Sea Otter. Sea Otter. He was great. I was Peter de Blasio, which everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Peter! He, he's also, the, he's in Pre- Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. He's has a podcast called Last Podcast on the Left, which is wildly entertaining. Have, almost have, as popular as ours, I think. Almost, yeah. He'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we talk about Satanism. We talk about personal magic. We talk about mental health. We talk yeah. about, and uh, we talk about his work with homeless youth it's a it's a pretty it's probably the wildest conversation he we've did ever a fundraiser had. called no new dudes um which we will get into and uh and he's also uh, one of the funniest dudes I've, I've i've ever known yeah great guy yeah all right so uh let's, let's go get smoke high. some weed get high and save the world with barry rothbart and lucas neff Oh, is this recording? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Rob um, Schneider completely disappeared. But then she she's a hit singer now. L. King. Yeah, she did she's good. She's great. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, but speaking of Rob Schneider. Thank you. you there's, Can you I do something called wait, before No you ask New the question, Dudes? Before, I just want to say how uh, much of an honor it is to finally work with Henry Zabrowski. Finally, yeah. we get to work together. We've been we've been. Are you guys getting trying paid? to get back. What? Are you guys getting paid for this? Oh, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, this is just fun. This is fun. But this is work, work, work as in work. It's nice to be out of the house. But it's also to be here with you like two ships passing in the night. We never, we've never gotten to really do anything together. We haven't since Wolf. Ever. Right? Wolf of since Wall Wolf, Street. Well, we did our, Street. our sketch yeah. group. For a hot second, we did. We did our <gasps> sketch group. That's right. With Nick we had Turner the, the and what was it called? This, uh, this is a, this is a little bit of a. Tangent. I feel like you guys are going to start kissing any second. I'm yeah. honestly, I fucking love you, Barry. I, I, love I miss you working too, with man. you. Uh, but we used Lucas, to. Lucas, give us one second here. Come yeah, man, just step out. <laughs> just step the fuck out. Let me honestly, touch him. <laughs> it's a joy just to watch this happen. It's not. It's nice to be with someone Cousin who brothers. recognizes me. No, doctor patient. Doctor patient. Doctor patient. Yeah, I remember we had one. The the sketch that I liked the most that we had was I. I came right before a girl texted me that she wanted to have sex, and I had to find the cum and put it back put in it my back body. Put it back in the dick, yeah. <laughs> so that I could have sex. It was fun. That was a fun afternoon. But it mostly it felt like an opportunity just for like the the, the five of us to like hang yeah. out. It, a fun afternoon is is exactly what that sketch group was. Yes. Right? It was just like, let's have fun this afternoon. I mean, that's a nice no thing. No one's going to care. Sorry, a... Lucas. This is really excluding you. No, no, no. I mean, I, I love hearing about your guys' uh, almost friendship. Remember this the time on Wolf of Wall Street? Where, no. 
These are real memories. But you are my you are my real. I mean, that's, friend. I love saying that at the beginning of everything. Like, yes. like, these are real memories, just so you know. And then I launch in. Well, the, that's the concept of, of my new podcast: two real memories, one fake one. And, and the you... fake one's always just about being molested, but it turns out it's super real. It's like the most real of the three. That's the big fake out. Do you ever get afraid that you were molested and you don't remember? I do. Yeah. If you don't remember, then it's okay, though. I don't know, because those problems still go down. No, like I'm when just get... saying that. I don't actually think that, just for the record. But, Good. But I do wonder about the stuff you don't, we, you know, you don't remember. We just were outside talking to uh, one of uh, our producers, and uh, mm. he was talking about how he'd heard, learned eight years later that a night had gone differently than he thought it did. And I think all the time about how much our lives would be different, like, based on, you know, our whole identity is wrapped up in memory. Absolutely, and well, your 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 vision of yourself in accordance to your memory, especially like your childhood. Like you yeah, have the these stories, and then how many times do you realize that maybe a lot of your childhood stories are not real? But what's the, what's up. the maximum age where you could repress things? Like you can't you you don't repress things at like twenty five, right? No, you can repress things at any age. Really? Like, I mean, look and at those crazy remember? murder trials where people are like, I just woke up with blood all over me. I well, love that, that you're like that's like a like a murderer is just trying to get away. He's like, I don't know what happened. I went up on He that, repressed it. I, that literally just happened. Somebody yeah. just said that. They're like, I had a lot of NyQuil. I don't know. I get drunk I get drunk. And murder people? Is that not it? kill is that anybody. The end of the but I feel like I mean C B D we're talking about eating a bunch of C B D C B D killer. You know does, about that? Yeah. No. <laughs> he took what? too much C B D and he woke up he had blood all over him. Oh man, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Whose blood is the question, you know what I'm saying? I didn't remember. Uh, but uh, I don't remember, like, chunks of an evening or, like, a movie, but I don't know if that's, that's repressing. That's never happened to me. I don't black out. I don't think I repress movies. <laughs> Even, like, terrible ones. I don't think I repress them. Unless it's a movie of you getting on yeah, 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 yeah. in, like, a weird Serbian basement. It would be super hard to repress a movie of that of that happening to me, though, because I assume at some point I'd be watching it actively and then the memory, too, on yeah, top of that. Yeah, So, no new dudes. Yeah. What's that about? Well, we did a charity. Uh, we did a. It was sort of like a food and clothing drive that we did according to our, our Halloween show for last podcast on the left. It was a, a basically it, it started stemming from us working with a company called My Friend's Place, which is a really cool, uh, small charitable organization that does like after school work with kids like a kind of like it's like homeless kids it's working with them giving them and life is that skills a los angeles only or is That's, it a national that, organization or? i believe it's los angeles only uh because we wanted to do something local because we did a big halloween show for last podcast on the left and we attached the no new dudes charity drive to that because the the goal was there's a lot of it's it's weird in terms of clothing drives there's always plenty of women's clothes and there's not as many really? men's clothes. Why? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Because women are donating clothes more, and men are like, "I want it. I, I guess want so. My clothes. Yeah, I want. We need clothes, and yeah. so we were doing a there's drive. There's like some real stereotypical '90s humor in this. In this there is. Yeah, there's <laughs> some like because real... women always be shopping. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot yeah. of road be work. shopping, yeah, yeah. and also like I've got <laughs> my one shirt. Yeah, right. There's a lot of like shitty bars and shitty people. But um, but it's true. So we did it with that. But n now we work with my so friends. It's mainly for right? men. You you do, you want to do this drive for men? Um, men need a lot of help. Yeah. Uh, and like that's a, a men's, that's a big you're thing. a men's tights activist. <laughs> it's yes yes I'm a men's tights activist. <laughs> that's great. Did you prepare that before? Or this is just no. Not? I just came to me. That's, that's good. That's yeah. really good. Uh, but now we mostly just work with the organization, my friends' place, and for everyone. Well, can you tell us a little bit about yeah, my what friends is my place? friends' place? It it is a it does reach out programs for homeless kids and the homeless kids. It's like so it's high school 
age and younger, and it's helping them with uh, life skills. So essentially, they go in, they'll get lunch. There's stuff. There are places for them to go after school. There's places for to help them to stay in school, like study programs, and then there's like life lesson stuff of like teaching someone how to do a job interview and teaching somebody how to like take care of the house or like like do oh. do things like useful skills. What you, how how hands on are you in that? Um, like, do I don't. Have, like, do, are you involved in it, or are you just like? Do you, did you do a fundraiser for it? I stand outside the building and I go. This is a nice place. <laughs> like one of like like a drifter. I uh, we we would we raise money for them for uh, through last podcast and left. We have a couple pieces of our, our merches that you can purchase and that will go to chunks. Will go to my uh, my friend's place that we did that was a lead up to our Halloween show. And then now we'll go do stuff like we provide like me, Natalie, and my sister. My, Natalie's my girlfriend. We went and we did like a big lunch for my friend's place yesterday, where we went and we donated a lunch where we ser- we made like seven baked ZDs and a bunch of salads and he we served ZD. them to people. Love ZDs, and it's a taste in New York. Loves you gotta out me. It's just nice to have that. There's New only one name. place to get ZD. New York City. New York ZD. New York ZD. That's a great name for New York ZD or any city. With it, Oklahoma ZD, it would be less. Oklahoma be, ZD. That feels like a warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oklahoma ZD. I ruined a Cracker Barrel in Oklahoma, just outside of Oklahoma Poo-poo? City. Oh, yeah, yeah. The waitress knew it was. She was very. She was embarrassed for me, but also delighted. Should be. That's yeah. the goal of Cracker, of Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. That's when they started Cracker Barrel. They were like, we need people to shit themselves longer <laughs> immediately. It was like my body was trying to turn itself inside out. But uh, yes, yeah, yeah, but that's they're like, oh, good, the gravy's working. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> gravy. Um, speaking of gravy, uh, you mentioned earlier <laughs> life skills, <laughs> and I am super curious. Like, if you were in charge of, say, my friend's place, if it was a uh, my Henry's place, uh, and you were like, here are the <laughs> like three to five life skills that I think are essential to teach kids. What, what would they be? Well, they do a lot with that, which I already agree with. It's like conflict resolution. It's shit like that, are like you teaching good at that? them how to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of conflict, and then when conflict comes, I start screaming. So that's the problem. Is I so just they keep you away from these. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not teaching them okay. anything. Uh, I would uh, say you know, in job interview skills, the idea of like how to put together a resume, how to put together uh, like how to dress for a fucking interview, how to go speak to somebody, like how to to talk to somebody to impress them. Like that's kind of what how they do. You, what is yeah, your I was theory say, on that? Shit, I, yeah. these are all things I'm terrible at. I yeah, I haven't. In all honesty, I like, what is? Have you ever done well in, in job interviews? I was very good at job interviews. I was very, very accusatory questions coming from you today. I'm just going to say I apologize accusatory. for very. It's He's okay. like, what do you do? Infor- what do you do? We're you friendly. Don't know Henry like I know Henry. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, friendly. He's allowed to attack. I happen to okay. know the answer to this. Yeah, He's never put, done well you, in a job you, interview. You, you did put, uh, <laughs> well, one time I did. There was I was struggling. It was a the time in New York where I was unemployable. Like I, I remember could, that time. I couldn't get a fucking job. Yeah. But it was like probably like 2007. Mm-hmm. I was walking around. I had no fucking clue. I was big fat. You were naked dude. most of the time. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. That's what I do. A lot of nude improv. Was that yeah. part of like? Is that part of how you got into no nude dudes? Your own like uh, predilection for being nude all the time. I brought that up, and then I was told to to never bring that up ever again in accordance with the charity. Oh. They were like, "Stop talking. <laughs> Don't do that." I mean, like, what are you saying? Right. Stop yeah, saying. Yeah. To, to, stop endorsing people exposing themselves. Right, right. Yeah. Um, because it's a problem. <laughs> Uh, so I, your nudity or their, their nerd, their nudity. Yeah. Mine technically, people were paying to see. 
Yeah. You chose to be nude. They yeah. didn't. They did not. Yeah. Do, you yeah. think, no do you think there's something freeing in being nude? Did you, do you get some personal satisfaction out of it beyond just like the, like, is there like a, something that sort of gets you out of your like whatever insecurities or neuroses about yourself? I used to, and it used to be like a creative expression of, of total like saying like, fuck you, look at my body, especially when I was very, very heavy. Uh, and I thought it was fun. And now it would require a lot of money for me to be nude again. I actually, I don't mind it. I, this thing I'm working on now required, it requires me to be nude at some point. Are you, have you done it yet? No, I haven't done it. But I remember when we did Wolf, I was nude a lot. Yes. Like we were both nude, I think, pretty often. I saw uh, and DiCaprio's cock. I saw I did your too. dick. Uh, I smelled it. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, it was, it was actually, it was. I never mind. I, I don't think I minded it ever. No, it doesn't bother me. There are certain. It's not that it bothers me. It just it's hard to do because for a while my agents became like I became known as like the crazy guy who'll do anything. And so it was just me always making out with like old men or me wearing a diaper or me getting covered in soup or like me all this kind of stuff. And it's like after a while, it's like I don't want to do that shit anymore. Yes. And now I just I just don't because I was doing it on stage for free in Murderfist, my sketch group. I was already getting covered in. Yeah. Yeah, charge pulling for my it. dick out and shit. Yeah. yeah, so I don't want to do it. So you, you don't do want to be like the guy who's just like going to come in and just get like food thrown at him. And, That's just what yeah, I was yeah. for yeah. a long time. That's yeah. how I I made right. a career. What what was the change for you? Um, just uh, just don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> just right now, just be like, oh, I don't I don't desperately have to search for whoever will say yes anymore, so I'll stop. Okay. Yeah, it was the kind of thing. It's just like I don't have to just I don't have to take my dick out for attention anymore. Wait, so what happened in the job interview? What are um, you saying? So it was like, I no money was happening. Uh, I was just sitting around. I was full hippie mode. I had like a beard, like like all the way down here, like hair past my shoulders, big fat, like this disgusting, worst part of my life. And I walk into this headhunting agency, and I did this thing where it's like I was so desperate, and they need I needed this job, and it was a good pay cut. It was like it was a really good like because you would get commissions if you headhunted people, all of this fucking horseshit. And I stood up in the pyramid scheme. It was like a pyramid scheme. Oh wow! And I stood up in the interview room, and I was like, and I will do this job a hundred. 10%. You will never see anybody else who's going to put the kind of effort in there, the kind of elbow grease it's going to take to get the job done. And a guy named Will Stavenhagen said, and he's like, you're right. All right. Let's try this out. And it was like, it was like a movie. It was like, all right. And it was like Pursuit of Happiness. Like it was, the last scene, yeah. Yeah. But then it was a horrible job because he used to, it was four of us on phones and he used to walk in between all of us in our cubicles and go, I never want to see you off the fucking phone. <laughs> and we were sitting there just like, calling, calling. And then he would like, get up. He's like, everybody get the fuck up. We're going to the bar. And so we'd get up. We'd all go to the bar down in the financial district and we'd all do shots. And he, I remember one time he poured a shot and he was like, every single friend I ever had died in 9-11. And then he did his shot, and I was like, Jesus Christ. And it ended up me quitting, having an emotional breakdown where I pulled off my tie, threw it in his face um, because I was listening to too many, uh, too much mountain goats. (laughs) Mountain goats made me flip out. I had I worked at like a boiler room operation like that. It was like a it was a job that they hired anyone for. Yes. Like I thought it was an honor, and then they were like, "We literally want to hire anyone, <laughs> any anyone, like anyone who breathes. Like we will bring you in because we're not going to pay you anything besides commission." And then I uh, I quit also in a similar way. Well, yeah. I just wa- I I didn't show up. I've had several jobs where I just stopped showing up. Where I'm just like I'm never going to show up again. Yeah, yes. and I don't tell yeah. anyone. Ghosting them. Uh, I I I worked at a gym for a bit, and then I emailed my boss on my birthday and was like I'm not coming into work today and then I went in later that day to work out (laughs) (laughs) this is like why it's like a fuck you Uh, no I was just like I need need to work out today 
I lived in a building that was connected to the gym. And like he came up to me and he was he was just like he was he wasn't even angry. He was just astonished. He was just like, what are you doing? You're man? the coldest man I've ever <laughs> yeah. met. Like, How did you do this? Yeah. Are you just a reptile. <laughs> OK, so that right brings in. us to our first segment. Yeah. Um, on this day, ah, we have a, a special one. All right. So this yeah. is where we usually do some uplifting news that happened on this day. And so today's April 25th. We're trying to be positive about it. Yeah. Like learn a little something about April 25th. And OK. How do you want to do you want to take part in this? Yeah. OK. We give our guests an out if they don't want to be a part of a segment. Who would just be like, fuck? So I'm just sitting You'd here in silence? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so this is an easy one today. Shocking. We never do this, but today is on this day. Actually, today. Today, April 25th. Uh, apparently, it seems like they caught the Golden State Killer. Yeah. The, the, like, the guy. The East Area Rapist. The, East Area, you the original it. Night Stalker. I like that you can interchange uh, those. Oh, yeah. And yeah. isn't some of it. Do you know it, about this? Isn't some of it due to Patton Oswald? So it's due to Patton Oswald's post, uh, posthumously, uh, his wife's post, posthumously? Posthumously? I don't know. Posthumously uh, published a book. Yeah. yeah. His wife. It was a big move. It's been yeah. going on. This story's been around for a long time. And he, because uh, the, the calls were like a famous kind of like I don't want to use the term creepypasta, but they've been scary for years. His recorded telephone calls that he would call people before oh, wait, he showed what is up. That? At the I house. don't even know what this is. He would do. He would call people. Like so, part of his have hunting you talked about this on your on your podcast? No, because oh, on good. last podcast we don't like doing um Real we don't stuff? like doing un, unsolved cases oh. because we like having an ending. We oh. like being able to go through and tell the Man, whole story. Thank you. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so this is a world premiere. This is us talking. About, I mean, we're going to probably do because now for last podcast we're going to start to we're doing current events with it. We're doing a current events show. Okay, next to our normal show, so right. we'll eventually, I guess, talk about this. But this is never a huge. Like I, I was never consumed with this. I just always listen to the calls, which is just like him calling on. No. He would call before he killed yeah. them? Yeah. Obviously, that was just... why would you call after? Yeah, I mean, because then it's just like, why are we doing this? I know who you yeah, are. he'd be creeped I out. I just killed he'd be, you. He'd be like, he'd be like, who's picking up? He's a fucking weird. I'm talking to your fucking ghost. Wait, so he would just call and breathe? Yeah. <gasps> and he did a bunch of creepy shit. How did he shit. get their phone numbers? He would just phone go book. through the phone book back in the day. Oh this is the 70s. God. What I love is that- And he was a it, cop. It came out, there was, they found an article from the guy who they arrested, they're pretty sure it is, in the 70s, he was arrested for, the only other time he was arrested was for shoplifting, where he bought a hammer and dog repellent. Dog repellent. Oh, he didn't buy it. He shoplifted it. Uh, yeah. What's do- well? Because he's a cop, and he knows that if he—that's like how you would essentially mark what him is towards dog the repellent. Dog repellent apparently is something that repels dogs. But he. Um, Whoa! It's like mace. <laughs> it's like but mace for dogs. For dogs. Yeah. Jesus Real mace Christ. doesn't work on dogs. That's what I found out. It's just how did mace. you find <laughs> no, out? For sure, it's just mace. <laughs> how the fuck did you he find just out? Mace and he's just macing dogs. <laughs> And then actually, um, the a woman was, uh, her dog was attacked by a hammer, like two weeks later, a month later. The dog was attacked by a hammer, and the hammer like because flipped? the guy was trying to get into her house or something, or the the mm-hmm. killer. That's what and, every robber he, says. The number one deterrent to entering your home is a dog. Yeah, yeah. I and, but too. it didn't work that time. I've got four. Oh, he hurt the dog. God, that's so yeah, fucked yeah. up. Isn't you that have crazy? four dogs. Yeah, it is fucked up. I agree. No, I mean, it's like, how many, do you have four full yeah, dogs, like four big dogs? dogs? No, dogs. I have one full dog, and then three that are like minor dogs. Nice. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, you'll be safe. Yeah, I will. And they, I do feel they safer. Go, they're so barky. 
Yeah. Like, if anybody comes near, I don't think... It's like a car alarm. It's just like, nah, this is not worth it. I don't feel that they would defend me in any way. I just feel like they are just an alarm like that. Yeah, like it's they, an they alarm that will be quickly know. get murdered. My seven-pound my seven pound dog is a perfect yeah. alarm that can be stomped to death. With what weapon do you keep near your bed? Um, Just my own... My own just snark. My snark. <laughs> I keep my joke book. <laughs> I have a I, bunch of roast. I have a bunch of zingers. I <laughs> actually come in. Well, I got uh, my sister has been living with us, and I bought her a taser. <sighs> and then the taser just worked its way into my room, so I have a taser. And then the uh, one that you you have to you have to stab them, them with, with it. Yeah. only because I got them because that's like two hundred bucks to shoot them with the with the, stun the darts. The stun guns like fifteen hundred. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot for yeah. like essentially a gag gift. But then I have it. Now, now it's my well. I got it for Jackie to ha- to keep because it's fun. But then it turned into a thing that we get drunk and we zap random things in the house with it. Oh, that's fun. But not I ourselves. Didn't even know you could do that. We're not like mm-hmm. jackassy. Yeah, okay, I keep yeah, a baseball yeah, totally. bat. I don't know. That's smart. Yeah, I want to get a real gun. But then I also I know that too, it's but controversial. I can't. Yeah. Then I, I feel like I, I would shoot. I someone. have like uh, a heavy piece of my brother's art. That's that I fucking keep near awesome. the bed, yeah. <laughs> a piece a of idea. your brother's art or yeah. the whole art no, it's piece? No, it's a whole art piece. Right. How come what all is it? art is a piece? Hmm? Huh? Anyway, on last podcast <laughs> on the left, <laughs> you, you're, you, you know, what, 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 why, the, why horror movies? Well, what we do, we started the first episode, last podcast on the left, was before I joined, and they were going to do horror movie reviews. And this was before there was that many horror movie review podcast. It was in 2011. And then when I started on the show, which was like the third episode, I was like, let's cover serial killers. And now what we do is full deep dive uh, episodes about the paranormal serial killers and the occult. And we've moved away from any sort of pop culture or anything like that just because there's just so much why, of it. Why do you think there's such a uh, an appeal in that kind of uh, It seems material? like serial killers are in. Things this is the year up. for serial killers. Yeah, and it'll be over in a second, too. It's yeah. like it, it blew up over the last couple of years. I don't really know what it is. I think it started as a secret, like a secret interest. I think people that are into ghosts and aliens and serial killers for a while, they were kind of like, obviously, they were shamed or people thought that they were nerds or they thought they were stupid. They thought it was a dumb thing. But it turned out it was like a bunch of people were into it, like many millions upon millions of people all thought and like, it well, I have a dirty same. secret. I'm into serial killers. Does but it seem to be the same like thing for all of them? Or do, do people, have, do people have, do you ever talk to people and they're like, oh, I, you know, actually, I dig this aspect. It's every, there is every color of the rainbow of true crime and paranormal uh, fandom. I'm going to say fandom, but it's now, not really are that you into it. Are you like super into it? Well, it was my goal with this show, essentially with last podcast. At some point, I realized like I will never be cast in a new Ghostbusters film, but That's I want to be true. a Ghostbuster. But it's like a part of it's like yeah. I wanted to be a part of the world. It's like I, I wanted to be a genuine figure in the world of the the expert level person in the the realm of paranormal and in true crime and so i just kind of became that like uh, eventually over many years of just like reading and shit it's like it's now been almost eight years of doing the show and i i am an amateur expert in the field what you give us some some of your like expertise like what is, <laughs> is this like telling learn? a joke it's like going into a comedian <laughs> no no, like, no, 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 no. Joke. <laughs> sorry man sorry i'm just like well, is no. there anything like is there, uh, the I, other sort of form of that question is just like you know were, were there like particular cases or serial killers that like you're like sort of were like pivotal and sort of like bringing you in deeper or like that you're like whoa this is something that really ed changed Gein, you're me. an ed gein guy yeah. ed gein was interesting Gein-Gacy? 
Gacy is uh, is interesting. I think the first char- the first character that really brought me into that this is very very interesting was BTK Dennis Rader sure. because of his double life and how he then left. He and he could have gotten away with killer. it. Yeah, he was really close, and it was his own ego that brought him back, and it was a very fascinating character study. But the shit that I personally got into was I got into a lot of weird mysticism with a lot of like I did a couple match uh, masturbation rituals. I did a bunch of weird like uh, that that kind of shit with candles i had an altar in my house you did it oh yeah very oh. Mu- very Where, much so you tell made... i booked heroes reborn <laughs> straight up i did a fucking uh, <laughs> no, magic ritual yes when i was testing wait what yeah i did a full fasting i fasted for three days it jerked off onto a sigil i created i lighted a bunch of candles like it was it was That's crazy i so i went deep into that world and yeah. then i went they were in, like in we aliens. said throw away the steak we didn't mean like please sir <laughs> He's just hungry enough. <laughs> Wait, so I, I'm curious himself. too. Like, what drew? What What do you think it is? Do you think it's good for us to know about these super dark, weird, grotesque things that people have done? Do you think is there's it, something innately cathartic about knowing that this stuff happens? Yes, I think that people feel, and I, the way I was always taught as a little kid was that uh, knowledge is power. But a part of it gets what it is, where it's like you can gain a lot more control over something, especially in your mind, if you can research a little bit about it and know more about it. I think that serial killers uh, in the main, the mass media are portrayed as these sort of like gigantic monsters and they're devils that walk the earth, but actually they're just uh, dudes. They're just people. And so they are, uh, you can beat them. And, uh, and the part of what we do with last podcast too is talk about all the times being like, you never don't see him coming. Like pretty much every single serial killer. They, there's somebody at some point was like, there's something wrong with Ted. Like there's somebody but they never saying prevent it, right? Well, well, it's because you can't fully make the jump. Because if you're making the jump, being like, "Oh, he's weird. You're a fucking serial killer." That makes you a paranoid yeah. person who becomes dangerous to others. Some people think that seeing and hearing about violence makes you more violent, and I, I don't think that's true. I think it's also how you treat it i think now we're heading into new waters where it's becoming so mainstream to talk about serial killers that i think it's getting whitewashed again i think that it's going to come back around where now there's a whole movement of like kind of like cuddlier versions of well, serial killers are now crimes. the here can be the heroes of a tv show yes which is which crazy is a, yeah. which is a gotta be a first it's just jerry it's well, i, I understand to the lambs yes yeah. i mean and then the new but my even friend then, he was still t- t- technically the villain like yeah. one of the villains, he, he was just the, the, the coolest set piece in that yeah. movie. Yeah. But it's like there, it's that's a great way to put it. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a. It's very strange. It. Uh, I. I don't know. Like I think nowadays, I think it's always good to be curious, and I. Th- but I think that it's interesting seeing how many people have exploded into expressing that they're into serial killers. And I. I'm not going to say it's good or bad. I'm just going to say it. It is. It's just. It's just what's happening. And mostly, it's about you're. We're blaring a sunlight into blaring spotlight into kind of like the psyche of the country right now and i think a part of it maybe maybe i don't like uh t- talking about the the president and with all of this bullshit attached to it but i can't i don't think the it's a coincidence president? yes i don't think that i don't like saying his name i think a part of it's like that what he does and what how the country is reacting it, i don't think it's a coincidence that serial killers are popping off at the same time i think why that, oh that's interesting. that's really interesting and i think that's a great time for us to take our second smoke break
I mean, like, especially if you are a sex worker, like, and you deal with these guys all the time, where it's like he would he would talk to sex workers and be like, "We're gonna take you out to lunch. We're gonna take you out to dinner. It's like a date." And she's like, "Okay." And they go out on a date, and then she'd be like, "Okay, so we'll have sex and we'll have sex." And then she's like, "Well, that'll be this amount of money." And then he'd flip out, and it was like all this stuff. He's like, "We were on a date. We were in love with each other." And it's like, yeah. so it's a weird thing where it's like, "Well, that's actually a real lesson to learn." That's like a real thing to think about, like when you when you deal with people, is that um, you just don't know sometimes when he's gonna. Really I wonder that too, like how many times we've passed serial killers in our lives, the like YouTube how many times shooter. we've been together. The YouTube shooter lady, the yeah. girl who went down to YouTube offices and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like we watch those videos ironically, like she had a, like a lot of like you subscribers, but it's like you look at you, she had a lot of subscribers. She had like 60,000 subscribers. And for Crazy. someone who's just insane, that's a lot of people yeah. watching you ironically. And so it's like a lot of people, and so everyone's making fun of her for being yeah, I'm saying I can't even get that many. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We are professional comedians, <laughs> and I can't get it. And so this this lady's got a whole world. So, But then, you know, YouTube allows her to exist, and then they demonetize her. And at no point they think, like, some of these crazies on the internet will actually go crazy. But they do sometimes. Like, sometimes. So, oh, so, we, yeah, so you yeah, were watching the videos, and you were like, this is crazy. And then she ended up doing it. Yeah, and you're you like, knew who she was. Oh, yeah, and so yeah. every once in a while, you're like, oh, yeah, so sometimes they can just fucking pop off in L.A. Where are they more concentrated? Of, of the three of us, which one do you think people would be like, oh, yeah, we should have seen that coming? It's probably me, right? I think it's me. Only just because you're... <laughs> Quieter, I guess. I think. I'm not, I think, well, I think to be fair, Henry's today, out because he talks about it too much. Yeah, I'd be too obvious. Too yeah, obvious. A, a, a little bit. Of the I'm out because I'm. I'm like, not charming enough. I'm a little bit. <laughs> I'm a little bit under the weather, so just like that's a, a little bit of the low energy today. But it's not me. Like, wait, wait, wait. Are you a serial killer? Wait, are contemplating you? serial murder. What are you fucking hiding? Just what are you, you guys saying, know, man? Just what a little bit under the weather. I'm not sure you are. Uh, You've been under the weather for a while. What does she look like? Mass murderer. Where are your trophies? What's, you have dog repellent on you, right? Yeah, no, it's just normal mace, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just oh, normal I thought you smelled like pepper. You spray yourself with dog repellent, like bug repellent. Sure. I think you spray the dog. Oh, you spray the dog? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you spray yourself no, so the dogs I, don't come near I think you. That'd be give, weird. I think they just give that you a That would be weird? Boot. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. It's just a steel-toed boot, and they call it dog repellent. How do you, yeah. how do you use bug repellent? Whoa, Barry. <laughs> Sorry to get personal. We're getting real You've personal never maced here. a bug? Whoa. You've never maced Below a mosquito? <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's true. I guess you would do that. Yeah. I see. I feel like I'd use sound to hurt a to, dog. To hurt a dog? Like wow. in, I want Like to. in Quiet Place. Like in a quiet place. Spoiler. So, so much ASMR. We love talking about a quiet place. So much ASMR. ASMR. Have you watched ASMR? Always. They play with Have soap wrappers. Yes. I love, so love. Yeah, I always ASMR. turn the sound off. I watch it on mute. It's great. Ugh, it's really I watch funny. it. This There's toothless woman eating like pickles. The guy who plays a pedophile Ooh. in every movie. Yes. You know what I mean? You know who the guy is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, right. I would. Yeah, I would just. Um, I would blare a horn at a dog. <laughs> great. <laughs> back yes well, where did we leave off uh we were right in the thick of it guys it was like the most exciting moment of the show and then someone interrupted it i don't know who <laughs> i don't know who i'm it was. pissed off about it what was it do you remember what we were talking uh, about we were in remember. the we were in the middle of me not paying attention because i was worried the show wasn't recording <laughs> you're staring at the no yeah, I, was, we were way I was lost that. in the monitor <laughs> we were way past that we Henry, past do you that? remember what you were talking about you were talking oh about oh God. you were talking about where the country is oh and why the country and it's no coincidence that the country is also into serial killers right now yes i think that the president did shit like 
like it moved last podcast on the left to the middle. Like it moved us into the middle of what is acceptable entertainment from the fringe oh. to mainstream. And it allowed a lot of people to express more darkness, which is both good and bad. I feel like the, the president is chemo for the country. It's kind of it's kind of like if there's a if there's a bad smell in a room and then there's a way worse smell. <laughs> the, the initial bad smell isn't as bad. Well, it's also if the smell starts coming to your nose, you start looking for the source of the smell, and you want to cut out the source of the smell. Yeah, you know, you what I mean? invite it out to the woods. Yeah, and smell. see what it does, and take yeah. it out back behind a dumpster, and then take that smell yeah. and get a fucking shovel and fucking hit it in the back of its head. That's my wife you're talking about. My wife's name smells. <laughs> um, so well, here's I, we're, so, oh sorry sorry you on. texted me this when I asked you to do this podcast and uh, to be clear I asked you yeah um, <laughs> uh, you uh, here let's say I'm I'm gonna pull this up this is you got it ready to go had. okay you said yes I will do it I can talk about how as a public shithead comedian it's even more important to do charity work and it teaches you to treat people like human beings no matter what their economic value is yes. What I believe you, in what that. What did you mean by that? I believe that we li- we are members of a frivolous industry, uh-huh. and I think that it's cool. I love my job. I love being an entertainer. I like doing all this shit. But a part of it is that with this sort of, I would say, undeserved attention, it's good to use it as much as possible to help other people. You think it's undeserved? I think that. I mean, it's like one of the others. I can't be like comedians tell the secrets that people are afraid i mean like yeah. that type of yeah, level yeah, of like worshiping mm-hmm. your your yeah. work where it's just like i i feel that because i mean like i love making it's also people not laugh. funny to say stuff like that no yeah. it's nothing's cool yeah. about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. nothing's cool but it's like i want to but i don't know it's just it feels good to do charity work and as, as a person who feels like a shithead on the whole me i like the feeling i get when i uh do things for other people and so it is selfish in a way which is nice because uh, it works. Because then you can sell it to other people. Be like, no, it makes you feel good to do charity work, so you should do it. Like, well, we all have personal incentives. Everything needs to be a personal incentive, right? Yes, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Uh, was was this your first foray into sort of charita, charitable work? Yes, I was always very scared. I didn't really know because, there, well, in high school we were forced to do a uh, series of volunteer hours. I was a part of this f- fucking program called the, the IB program, which was a... Like, it's an accelerated, gifted school, and it was stuff like, we had a philosophy teacher, and he would do stuff, be like, you know that when they do the satellite civilization, and they, uh, there are, uh, we leave this, when the rich and powerful leave this country, or this dying planet in spaceships to go live <laughs> for free uh, in space, you will be among the elites that are chosen. Like, it was like, we would get that kind of shit. And so we had to do volunteer it's work. For free. Yes, it's for free. I knew that that would like, be can you for imagine, free. Well, how expensive would space have to be for like rich people to be like, no, no, I'll die on Earth. I'll die on Earth. Yeah. Exactly. They'll figure you know it out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like well, who do I have to pay rent to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you imagine? Mars? Yeah, yeah. Mars gets my rent? Uh, yeah, it's the, it's, I don't know, man. It's the, it, it was good to do. So we started doing volunteer hours in high school. And so, but it was with uh, emotionally, uh, I forgot. It's not emotionally handicapped. It was like kids with rage problems, kids with like problems uh, connecting to other people, uh, like violent kids. And they and would I, send those kids out to help other kids in this sort of charitable. Well, they would teach them <laughs> yeah. how to fight. Yeah. yeah, how to fight cops, <laughs> how to get out there and to make shit for themselves, <laughs> how to make some room for themselves in this fucking brutal capital. Well, it's, it's just so funny to me to think of like high school kids being the ones that are handed emotionally handicapped. Oh yeah, it was irresponsible. No yeah. reason. And I was with the high functioning men. 
and they were like all grown men. I they mean, were well. I was like what eight, seventeen, eighteen. They were all like sixteen, seventeen, about my my like my size and they would all like do shit like there was this one dude who was really quiet and normal and we'd sit and talk and i was like i don't even know why you're here man he's like yeah i just like got into a fight and i broke this kid's arms and i was like arms Arms? yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think yeah this guy was like it turned out he had a lot of problems takes two that last letter is so essential so essential i was like oh (laughs) um but so but for so long after that it's such a vulnerable experience to do charity work because you have to open yourself up to like truly actually caring for people and i had a hard time doing that i was actually i was very closed off and then but kind of pulling off the seal because like my girlfriend was really into it and she got got me into it. So was it somebody, it was somebody else who externally sort of opened you up as opposed to something inside you changing? No, I had to be kind of forced and then after I was forced, I really uh, got into it because I understood that the level of vulnerability was okay and therapy also helped as well with learning how to to speak to others and allow others in. Same here. (laughs) Because it's so hard when you're a comic to be vulnerable. Well, our lives are, we turn our defense mechanisms into a job. What? And that is also the shakiest, weirdest job on the face of the planet. They're like one week you're this fuck, you're a fucking superstar, and the next week you're garbage. Yeah, be, because you have to treat yourself like garbage too and get soup thrown at you. Yes, yeah, yeah. I did that. But what's interesting? I, what what I realized is like it's not being vulnerable. Some people think that doing comedy is like the ultimate vulnerability. No. What you're doing is you're talking about stuff that is assumed that you've already processed and you know about, and you're not feeling it in the moment. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah. You're like throwing out the stuff you already went over. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not being vulnerable. Because I thought I was it's being like super vulnerable. It's like when you hit somebody with your car, and then you reverse back over the body. Uh, comedy yeah. sort of when you reverse. I'm not a mass murderer. Sure, sure. I just want to be clear. I would say actually yeah. comedy is like a week later when you've already gone to, to therapy about the person you killed and you're just like, here's something I learned a week ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so it's the stuff you're allowed, you're, you feel you're allowed to share. And then it does, yes. uh, in, in a way, of I feel like the sociopathic nature of our, our industry is that um, you like seeing that people can absorb and accept the things that you've uh, now decided are acceptable about yourself and you say all this stuff and then you get the praise of being like oh but you're just so honest and you just you're you're helping us but when actuality is just being like no nah, you're getting exactly what i served yeah uh, and uh because, what i felt comfortable with serving yes yeah, yeah. and now i get the added benefit of you feel you're all close to me and it, but you're not i mean like i'm just obviously speaking for myself right. for a little bit but it, it's a but i had to learn how to truly be vulnerable what i think is is interesting too is it the difference between i guess like acting and doing stand-up on stage is like you're not feeling those emotions in the moment when you're talking about them yes you're not like like you're if you're talking about your divorce you're it's super weird if you're broken up about your divorce on stage well, and talking about it the comedy you're talking show is about how you were broken up about it you know what i mean it's it's odd it's like a, uh, you have you can't be feeling it in the moment which is not vulnerable and i had to learn to be vulnerable i didn't know how yeah, it's weird, and I, I now I still I'm, don't. I'm not sure I know how. Oh well, no, it's yeah. a constant. Yeah, it feel like to me it's a constant like tightening of my bolts of vulnerability where I have to go back and be like, be vulnerable. Like I have to like say it to myself, being like, you can open up here, try a, to do there's it. There's a real difference between vulnerability and sensitivity that I think people mm. don't always talk about. Yeah, because it's it's very easy to be sensitive. 
but it's difficult to be vulnerable. Explain that. Uh, in that, like, you can be hurt by things easily. Like, or at least I can. Do you know what I mean? We're like, uh, I'm sensitive to what other people think of me or what other people say about me. Uh, and, you know, that stuff has a big impact uh, on me. So sensitive is incoming. Vulnerable is outgoing. Which is weird because you think of vulnerable. The way it's always expressed is that you're opening yourself up to let people in. But, you know, uh, it, it's a diff- there's a difference between vulnerability and sensitivity. I'm very sensitive. I can't get made fun of. If I get made fun of, I'm, I'm a terrible person. It's weird. And you won't like, know why. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like, that's what I don't... That's yeah. the, the emotion that I don't understand is that when I'm mad about something that's been said or, like, someone's either roasting me or, like, doing a thing or someone's making fun of me in a, fu- a funny way and we're all mm-hmm. laughing and then being like, why am I, like, all mad? Like, why did I get a... Why did the mad even come out? Yes. And like, yeah. oh, it's because I'm... I, I am sensitive. Sensitive, because I am sensitive, <laughs> and it comes out in different ways. But but then you choose to be. But then but then now is the next level of, all right. I can't just open all the way up. Now I have to figure out what are the things that I can accept and what are the things I can't. What are the things I will choose to give my vulnerability to and what I won't. Because we're artists. I work artists, quote unquote. We are people who work uh, in art. So mm-hmm. it's like we are sensitive. But I, I to bring this full level. circle, I do know what you mean about being shitty in public. Because we have to be shitty, so we might as well be good when it's not in public. I also believe in the fucking the satanic duality of the personality of being. I'm. I. You don't ever. You don't really know me. Like there's like a stuff. It's like I Whoa, present dude. shit to you, not you. You. You don't okay. know me. You don't know me, man. Yeah, man. Maybe you're the mass murderer. No, bro. <laughs> Speaking of mass murderers, uh, it's time for another segment. Light. Uh, light. Light. Lightning round. We have his dad now. Uh, doing I don't think he does the, the lightning round though. My dad never did the. He did. He does the food one, which is great. Oh, he doesn't do lightning round. He yeah. didn't say anything for later. Okay, this is. I'm sure you listen to our show all the time, so You're you know a what big this fan. is. Yeah, I mean, all I do is listen yeah. to podcasts. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, so this is we ask you five. I'm going to ask you. It's two rounds. I it's ask two you rounds. five questions first. This is round one. Okay, five mm-hmm. questions in a row. In a row, you can't answer them until you've heard all five. What? Mm-hmm. And if you get them all, you get one point. Yeah. Now this is how you we have learn thirty about you. seconds to answer all five questions. We're going to learn about Henry Zabrowski. You're going to read me five questions. He's going to read you five. Don't questions. worry about second then round. You're gonna have that. You should worry a Focus little bit about it because it is an opportunity to get another point or lose the points. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Let's key, let's roll. I'm gonna use it. Really? I'm gonna use it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'm gonna use it. No, no, no. no. Okay. I'm gonna, let me use it. It's fine. I yeah, have just right at the very end of my dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's great. Do it like a, yeah. an Iron Man. And it's where shit. just like if you That's have to evacuate, just you know. Uh, our Rebecca, our producer, is is, a, is giving us the nod to go ahead. You can whatever you need to do to we finish this lightning round. I just shit. Mm-hmm. Rebecca needs to go to the bathroom. It's totally okay. Is? Whatever you need to do in the booth, Rebecca's letting us no, know. No, 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 it's I'm okay. I'm absolutely fine. Oh, she's oh uh, she's giving me the thumbs she's up. She gave us the thumbs up. Whoa. She just gave us a big right. thumbs up. Is that up. encouraging? <laughs> so okay, so let's do round one. Round one. Here we go. Lightning round. We're gonna lightning learn a little round. bit about Henry. Yeah. Five questions. You got to hear them all, and then you start answering. Ready? Lightning round. Number one. Is financial assistance to a charity equally as impactful as hands-on volunteering? Question two. (laughs) If you had to pick one dude to be nude for the rest of their life, who would it be? Three. What's the weirdest thing you've ever wiped when you wiped with when you were out of toilet paper? Be honest. Um, Low socks or high socks? That's number four. And number five. If you if you could if you were given the power to raise the dead, but you could only do it one time with one person, and that person then had to spend every waking moment with you for the rest of your life, who would you bring back and why? Go. 
first, uh, uh, yes, financial uh, contributions to charities are just as good at hands on uh, uh, contributions because okay. they need it. I like that. Uh, two, John Stamos. Uh, oh, three, uh, most, she should be nude the most. Oh. Three. Oh, okay. I, I went the other way in my head with that question, but yeah. What? Like as, it, as it's a punishment? Like, it's like a humiliating. Mike for Pence. Okay. Uh, I would uh, then Great do answer. three, uh, newspaper. Uh, in my high school girlfriend's bathroom because the toilet paper was out. I was meeting her father for the first time. I had massive diarrhea uh, all over the top of the seat of her uh, bottom floor bathroom and there was no toilet paper in there and I had to pull an old newspaper out of the garbage can and wipe myself. To be fair, why don't they have toilet paper? It was a psychological game. You know, it had to. If you're coming over for the first time, they why had to. Why did they have know. so much uh, newspapers and no toilet paper? Yeah. Frustrated with the stocks. <laughs> Do you think screaming they about? Wait, you got more answers. Oh yeah, yeah. shit. Sorry. Low socks. Um, and mm, the person why? I would want real to, quick. Why low socks? Um, I think seeing uh, your socks out of your shoes is very middle school. Great. Okay. I like no socks. I like that. seeing the ankles. I have things. I like I a high sock. That. Yeah, yeah. You like a high sock? I do. I'm sorry to mean insult you. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay um, to be different. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Um, and I'd bring back fucking Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Tom Petty. You have to de- spend can I every ask, moment with decomposing? him. Is he decomposing? Is he? I don't care. I would do it in a second. I miss him so bad. Never. I, not I Prince. I like that answer. I mean, I love. Of course, I love Prince, but Tom Petty is the person that I feel like. Not but, that I but, feel like it's Prince and I would not hang well. I feel like if I got like, a couple of shots into Tom Petty and we'd smoke some weed. Part what of about, this like, too. not Billy Zane? What? Because you, you don't have to do it now. You can wait till Billy Zane dies. <laughs> well, then immediately bring him here's back. The, here's the thing, which you got to realize about bringing Tom Petty back, just to play devil's advocate here a little bit. Number one is if you're a huge Tom Petty fan, you're probably going to hate Tom Petty pretty quickly. He's with you every waking moment. Yeah, sure. So you're, maybe you're, you're removing that love. Or every time he tells me another story about a song, I'm maybe, like, yes. But maybe but the punishment. The you're thinking it's going to be a nightmare for Henry. What if it's Tom Petty's nightmare? Yeah, full like, day. Yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit about that? Constantly exploring how far Tom away he could get from Henry. He's my slave now. He <laughs> does what he I say. Because essentially, you, you could just no use one... him however you want. Yeah, you're gonna have the spotlight completely taken off of you now for the rest of your life too. Maybe because be everywhere nice. you go, you're with Tom Petty. I'd put him in a beekeeping suit. No one's gonna. <laughs> you could put him in a Cobra Commander mask. Yeah, because I don't need the attention. I want Tom Petty to myself. Um, I uh would totally be Tom Petty's go boy. I bet. Where do you need TP? <laughs> What so do you need, he TP? Would run I, you. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be like, this is my boy. It's my like boy, Tom. What's going on, bro? Do you do he, errands for yeah, me? This is my <laughs> fucking dog. If he came back from the dead, do yeah. you get all your stuff back? My stuff? No, not his your stuff. stuff. His stuff. Do you get all his stuff? Does oh, he get snap. all his stuff? No, oh, does yeah. he get all his stuff no. back? No, no. Because he died. No, you no. don't get like, to live in a mansion. Is that what you mean? Like, you oh, live in a mansion wait a second. And, like... No, Barry. No. Fuck get... no. Why? Absolutely you do, because he's alive now. There'd be a big news. Like, let's say it's real and people know about it. It'd be big news. He's oh, a zombie. Oh, you can make money off of it, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, he's going back yeah. on that. You get his stuff back. Like, his house, his guitars. No. Yeah, if he's, a, if he's legally living again. Actually, he's I don't know. He's not legally living. That's but how thing. do you know? How do you define life at that point? Because I, I I'm the one who defined In it. In this world where Tom... <laughs> Literally, because uh, I am the person who Barry defined again. it. We're calling Barry from the Senate floor. He's, we're waiting for him to pick up. Guys, why are you fucking hassling me, man? I was trying to watch Judge Judy. <laughs> no, he doesn't get his stuff back. All right. Here we go. Uh, I, give, I give you half a point because you, you, you were incomplete with the Tom Petty answer. I thought there could have been more. Yeah, Whoa. I didn't think it was as detailed yeah. as it could be. Go fuck I agree. Ooh. Ooh. Go fuck yourself. I mean, listen, you know, there's still points to be won here. So okay. don't okay. alienate the judges round too much. Round Lightning two. round two. Okay. And uh, you have 30 seconds again, just like last time. One, move on or move on? 
Two, when should there be nude dudes? What? Three, what is the word that best... You lived in Florida. What is the word that best sums up Florida? Four, would the world be better if we were all Satanists? Why? Five, why are horror movies necessary? Oh my God, I blank. Um, uh, the, uh, 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 or I, move on. I, I technically, I have to say move on because... Mm-hmm. You're yeah, welcome. It's time. You're welcome. Can mm-hmm. you also explain what MUFON is, though? MUFON is the Mutual UFO Network. It's the uh, the largest nationally recognized uh, UFO research group that's technically private, but has a lot of scientists. In so it. You, and you're involved. Okay. Yes, I am. I am. A, I am a VIP investigator. Okay. With Great. Two. I have a gold lanyard. That's awesome. Great. Two. Lanyard. No further questions. When about should that. there be new dudes? Uh, Elton John's birthday party. Three. <laughs> what is the word that best sums up Florida? Uh, hot. Man, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you can't you can't believe how yeah. hot. It was Four. the delivery that got yeah. me, not oh, the word. Good. Hot. <laughs> you can actually hear someone in Florida yelling that from the street. Four. Would the world be better if we were all Satanists? No. Why? No, you gotta have some people out there just being normal, not wearing all the all the goth clothes. I mean like someone's gotta be normal. There's gotta be differences everywhere. There's gotta be many Someone's gotta make rainbow. fun of the people wearing the goth clothes. Yeah, that's yeah, the idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Five, why are horror movies uh, necessary? Uh it's good to uh see your darkest desires. Uh, displayed before you, and then it is a cathartic moment. I love that. That's mm-hmm. great. I, I think you get I'm gonna one give you a point. You're getting a point. One yeah, and a half you. points you got. One and a half points it. there, man. Thank you. Which that'll bring well us done. to our next segment. Yeah. Uh, did you? Yes. Name that. Name that tune. Name, name that, that tune. tune. Name that tune. <laughs> name that uplifting tune. So this name is, that uplifting tune. I don't know if you've ever done name that tune. This is a song that will put you in a good mood. That's how we this do this. This is like okay. a song that's gonna lift you up. Happy. And I'm gonna play by Pharrell. Did he get it? No. Oh, that would be crazy. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, too on the nose. Yeah, we, you're right. We wouldn't yes. do that. I thought about changing <laughs> the song just so you could song? win. They must have, like, like when he when he gave them that song, he's like, this is the song I'm going to do. People must have just been like, what the fuck is wrong Jesus with this guy? Christ. Okay, whatever. And then every child in the world is like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. it's like it's perfectly done. I mean, you can just tell that he was doing a lot of Molly. You know what I mean? Like that's like I when you're in a room with no roof, feeling of happiness. Just the idea of being it's in a, an, a room that's essentially just four walls, and you stare that's up at the sky. Room, though. It's, it's just not a, a room, though. It's just a. It's a pen. Yeah, it's a. It's a box. <laughs> it's a large, immovable box. Yeah, it's, a st- it's a stable. Yeah, yeah, a, a shitty stable. Yeah, because a it's lot a of stables have roofs. So I'm gonna play. It's a mountain prison. All right, you ready? Or a pergola. I don't know. Hold on. Let's, I hate pergolas. Let's, I'm gonna play that again. Uh oh. Hate pergolas. All right, you ready? Put a roof. Why do you have a half roof? I know this. Um, uh, uh, should I, should I so answer? Good. I know it already. You can wait a little bit if you want to uh, tease it out. I'll play a little bit more if you yeah. can't get it yeah, from that. Yeah, do it again, yeah. Oh, um, wait. you got the notion? No. No, keep it. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it. I yep, know what Barry's it got it. I got it. I'm trying to beat Shazam. That's my goal in life. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Shazam! I'll tell friend. you what song that is. <laughs> Just yelling at people, random people. I didn't people even have my headphones. So do we want to do it? Do we? Do you have? You want to hear Keep some going. more? Yeah, a little yeah, longer. Yeah. You're, you're okay. down to half a point for this. This is it. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah, you yeah, go any okay. farther, we're going to start taking points away from you that do you, you already have, have. Do what you have to do. All right, stop it. What if I? And I'd like to know when no, no, you no. got the nose. That's no, what that's I keep saying. That's, that's rock the boat. That's not that. Rock the 
boat. Rock boat, baby, rock. That makes me smile. I mean, that is a yeah. That's a great song. Definitely. Okay. No I, I'm it. gonna I'm gonna sing the song with no words. Do it. <laughs> that's literally what I'm doing. No, me, me, mom, no. Keep it coming out. Keep it coming out. It's close, <laughs> but you're saying the last word wrong. I don't know the name of that yeah, song. I know, yeah. It's one of those serious XM songs that I hear and I I like, but then don't I didn't stop look at the it screen. Now. Okay. Keep it going. You want to hear it? No, that's the name of the keep song. Keep it like coming up. Keep it coming on. No, 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 no. Nope. That's not the name keep of it. Keep it coming up. Nope. Coming up. Coming out. Keep it coming out. Like you're shitting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song about keep shit. Keep it coming yeah, I'm gonna, out. I'm going to have to deduct points from everybody here. Barry, really? you're losing half it? a point. Henry, your dad. It's keep it coming love. Keep it coming, coming love. love. The craziest thing is there's no comma. Keep it coming, love. Keep it coming, love. Keep it love. coming, love. Keep it coming, Keep it coming love. love. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a good Keep feeling. Keep it Kevin, love. Keep, yeah. God bless yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's so many disco songs, and they're all the disco, all, every disco song's about nine to ten minutes long, mm-hmm. so it gets you back out into rotations. I love listening to it on Sirius XM, Channel 49, or Channel 50, The Groove, which is pretty sweet. Um, Wait, that's an, that's an L.A. station? No, Sirius XM. Oh, buddy. Sirius. Oh, God. <laughs> Sirius XM. Yeah, yeah. So um, you, you don't you, have a subscription service you for your satellite Sirius? radio? Yeah, of course. So yeah. Oh, is that weird? No. no Does that make me a father? You're, you're a like successful it. man. You're a grown man. Yeah. You I shop at IKEA. To... I have SiriusXM. Oh, IKEA. To, is it still satellite radio? Is that what it is? Oh yeah. Now? It not... comes all the way from space. Wow. Yeah, I got so many channels. So many things are coming at us from space. I all listen the time. to the lithium man. Lithium is just my fucking. It's our generation. I have a question for this you. Seems great. The, yeah. Do you believe in paranormal activity and magic? And and uh, like you talk about the occult a lot. Do you actually do you believe in in magic? Do you believe in, in magic? magic? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good song too. Um, I this is starting to feel like a, a commentary here on my honest. choice. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. Not. I do like that song. Uh, I believe that all reality is created by the three pound sack of jelly. And fat in our heads and our skulls and so that leaves a lot of wiggle room for what is uh actual what reality is um that it's essentially like mm. you could have a brain fart or one of your veins can be shaped weird and like unicorns are real wait 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 but you i think what you're talking about is not what i'm talking about i think it stems all the way back to that that we essentially make these things real because we think them and that it is a constant loop between possible three dim- a, a another dimension of energy so this reality is not our is not an actual reality is what no, you're saying no it's just it's one of many and they're all on top of each multiverse. other multiverse yes yes and then we all sit on top of each other and that the uh, our brains are kind of built as antennas and sometimes they poke through into other dimensions and sometimes they poke through over here. And then if you understand that will can control a great deal about your life and about reality in general, you, you basically magic ritual self-hypnosis to trick your brain into thinking something's an actuality. But the, the difference between thinking that something's a reality in a brain and having something that people can accept as magic is a shared realization that it's true correct? yeah but it's also yes but it's also coming from me and it's my experience 
Do you need to share magic with another person for it to be real? No. Like, could you have personal magic? I think so. I do have personal magic. Because then you're just magic. delusional. Maybe. But this is something I want to talk about because we talked about uh, outside earlier uh, how, like, oh, who knows how many serial killers are walking by us at any moment. You know, you know you, un- until their their crazy presents itself, it's very hard to, to see. Yeah. But, w- you know, thinking about it, is it, would you say that there's any human being that is sane? <laughs> <laughs> I think that when I you do that that story of like the stupid chef's uh, chef's table, and it's this old Italian man, and every day he he's the baker of this small Italian village, and he's like, every day I make a twenty loaves of bread, and when he's done, I go home to my wife. That man is sane. That man what? who goes, he wakes up every day. He just makes the bread yeah, for a small little right. town. His life is fine. It's, it's simplicity. He's just this living this life. I mean, but it's also a, a necessary task. Exactly. Somebody I needs think, to make the food that we eat. Yes. So I think it's where the problems come in is what we want versus what we're doing. And yes. If, and if the what we want and where we see ourselves and who we picture ourselves is not equaling up to the reality, that's where all the shit of being insane comes in. But the problem I is mean, there's certain things. I was reading an article like uh, when the self-published things on Reddit and someone's like, what's a sexual fetish that you tried and in the middle of it you realized you didn't like? And this guy was like, I was always fascinated with scat videos. And I was like, I was way into it. I jerk off the scat videos. I thought it was awesome. So I hired a sex worker to come and to shit into my mouth for a thing. Ooh. And in the middle of her, the first... First plop of Duke hit his lips. He was like, like, oh, I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who would have thought it's the taste? That's so disturbing. (laughs) It was just like, oh, fuck. And he's like, but he's like, he's already paid her and she's mid shit. No one's like, like, oh, the worst part of getting shit in your mouth is inviting them over. No, the worst part is shit shit. being in your mouth. It's vacuuming before. <laughs> so that's the problem with that kind of like wanting, and so you don't know what you want. I don't fucking know, man. No, no, no. I, I think the, the guy who makes so... bread, the old Italian guy who makes bread, he probably has no other goals besides that. He his right? goal every day is to make the most perfect loaf, and he does it, the most and he completes it every day. Yeah, he and gets up it and it's done. And it, then he would goes... you say that guy's an idiot? <laughs> I think that it helps. You know what I mean? I think, but you think he's, he's dumb. I mean, I, think in all he's, I mean, he's a little cross-eyed. He's yeah. kind of stooped over. But like, it, or I like is, the ducks. Are we the dumb ones because we think that abstraction is important or uh, interesting? I think oh. that people that are more simple. Mentally. He has to pee so bad. I think I, just, I know. I was just like trying to figure out how to You're word also it. Basically, wearing underwear. Yeah, these are my goth, these are my short, short goth shorts. Look at them. Look at my legs. It's so crazy. You have a lot of leg on display. It's yeah, impressive. Man. It's it's uh, very yeah. nice legs though. It's peacocking. Thank you. Yeah, it's peacocking. Uh, I think that the man. I think you have to be a little stupid to be happy. I think it really helps to be. But uh, is that something sad people tell themselves? Maybe. Whoa. Not just... In, yeah. Look, I'm definitely <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. box too. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I definitely... <laughs> like, we, weed makes me happy again because weed turns my turns my smarts down like 20 points. 100%. That's why I like it. Is it so it turns, does alcohol. Yeah it, turns, yeah. it turns it down. And then I don't have to sit and think quite as much about every single layer. But also, I, yeah. I, apparently, it's mental illness as well. Um, and, <laughs> so, sorry, just to, just to get back to this one more time. So have you do you think there's been any evidence of magic being done yes. and proven and that people are like this was a magical event that that you think happened? Magic is weird. Magic is very ma- honestly magic is very so personal and can sound super not, maybe delusional. not magic. Uh, so so 
the occult or paranormal. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and I think the recent study when uh, A-Tip was revealed, and this whole day, which is a fun name for it, but when Luis Elizondo released all that recent uh, UFO footage... Tell me, uh, I don't know about this. Ba- basically, they, they came out... The official word from the U.S. government is that they have stopped officially investigating UFOs in 1968. When they closed Project Blue Book, they came out and said, we don't do UFOs anymore. They aren't anything. They are not a threat to national security. And there is nothing scientifically important to be gotten from any sort of research. Which is so suspicious. Yeah, you're like, (laughs) okay. There's nothing here. There's nothing here. Don't worry about it. Why are you still shouting at us? (laughs) Please Get out of here. There's nothing. No evidence. Okay. I'm just going to get back in my giant truck that has nothing in it. There's no windows on it, so we can't see and you can't see in. It's Uh, just to keep the nothing safer. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what it is. But recently this video came out uh, showing that these Air Force pilots have been seeing some shit and they have military footage of these objects sliding around the sky. They don't know what the hell it is. And then it's been revealed that there was another, there was a, a, a research group that was super private from 2007 to 2012 that was paid $28 million by this millionaire, Robert Bigelow. And, and with Harry, Senator Harry, Harry Reid was involved, and it was super secret. So there's a bunch of shit happening. And basically, the United States government, with the r- reveal of ATIP, when they started talking about these, what they with the advanced aerial technology that they're seeing, is that they just straight up just said, we don't know what it is, which is the problem they've been having for a long but time. I don't think and aliens you, are paranormal, but and, yeah. And you played, I mean, a, yeah. you played a conspiracy theorist on Heroes Reborn. See. Si. Yes. Uh, I would like to bring up some uplifting news. Oh, did you guess if that's all right? Please. There was so much news in that last segment. I like hard left turns. Actually, that was so smooth that I didn't know we were doing it. Yeah, all of a sudden, whoa, oh yeah, it's a different conversation. I know. I wish it was more obtuse. Honestly, I would have known you were doing a segment. It's uh, it's it it pleases me greatly. This is a did you yes? It's like a did you know, but it's happy. Okay, good. If you guys didn't know this. The UK has been powered. Did, you, if you guys didn't yes this, you mean? If you, if you guys didn't yes this, <laughs> thank you, Barry. That was so embarrassing for me. I'm so glad you caught that. Uh, the UK has been powered without coal for three days in a row. What? Well, fucking setting, congrats. Setting a new record and <laughs> underlining the name of the segment. Underlying the polluting fuels rapid decline. Uh, the funniest thing, the, the part of the reason that they were able to not use coal for three days is that demand lowered following recent warm weather. Wait, what? So climate change probably has it's lessening to oil use because yeah. it's getting hotter. hotter. Yeah, you don't need to use coal. <laughs> Is that crazy? <laughs> yeah, man. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess that is the most backward ass way of of doing it. But Good work, it, UK. <laughs> Good work. Did you yes? Did you um, yes? Yeah. Wait, I, I'm just a little confused. So you, so they they figured out they could use not not use coal. Ever. They uh, used a combination of gas, nuclear power, and renewables to mm. power the entirety of the UK for 76 hours and 10,000 slaves pushing turbines, mm-hmm. just keeping the city moving, keeping the trains. Well, they going. breathe. They breathe on the wind turbines. <laughs> um, I know you have to pee. I have one more last thing I've been wanting to talk to you about. Please. Do you do you ever go deep into YouTube videos about time travelers or people who claim they have time traveled? John T. Tor? Yes. Yes. Have you been in that? And the feud between him and uh, or or some guy? There was Art Bell and John T. Tor had yes. backs and forths. Yes. And then John T. Tor has come around. I mean, like he so, still says he's a time traveler. Yes. So for all our listeners, I've told you about this. There's a guy who's running for president too. That's yeah, a time yeah, yeah. Wait, John T. Tor wasn't the How guy. How has he not already? 
already. <laughs> but there was another guy who came back and he started. That's my favorite response. He started like doing really well at the stock market, and he started like really actually saying that he was a time and like predicting certain things. And then people like started. I sense their him. Monday is coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like he's a fucking. It's just him t- selling himself as well, a stockbroker. What What struck me, and this is, I, I guess it sounds like a joke, but it just struck me is that he's so ugly. He's one of the ugliest guys <laughs> Boom, I've ever seen. How ugly and supposedly is he? the government sent him as the only person to go back in time. Had Why did they choose the ugliest guy? Why wouldn't you choose a guy? And he's not fit. You would choose a guy who was what more fit. What if in the future it's like a Wally-like future and he is the fittest, handsomest representative oh, of the species that's left? Scary. Yeah, there's like a weird mutation it's where like everyone that. has weird <laughs> facial remember, clefts. Remember the, the, the Twilight Zone episode where everybody's got pig face? Yeah. So he you comes here and he's not getting laid at all. Supposedly he was sent from the future to warn everyone about what's going to Can you imagine come. if you were like a prince in the future? Like the handsomest, most beautiful. I was prime minister of earth. I've come back in time to just be president. And now I run an Etsy store and I sell merch. And this this is what you do? This comedian on a podcast told me I was very ugly. (laughs) But he would know he's ugly. He knows he's ugly every day. It would be such a shock. Like, we're better looking than previous generations, correct? Our uh, taste changed. Every generation is like, now we're doing it. But every once in a while, it's kind of fun when you see somebody on the street. You've ever seen somebody on the street? very ugly. Strange time period. Yeah. But you ever see someone just walking around and just being like, you look like old world. Like, if you go down to, like... There's a basketball player on uh, (laughs) Philadelphia. Looks like an Incan. He looks like... He looks like he's from the Incan Empire. I heard like he's like a... A 30s Italian movie, just like just like a, a monster in the town. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Now he's just like, oh, he's a basketball player. Yeah. That's where they become. Andre the Giant at some point was ju- literally the town troll. Wow. But then they eventually time would go be like, no, you can play sports. Oh, yeah, well, that's what, that's what I was time. saying. That, uh, we're, we've created sports to distract the most physically gifted members of our species so it. that they don't realize they can hurt us. Yeah, let the Ubermenches all fight over their ball. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't need them. In our so Start just like, like good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine just just like football football player sized dude just walk around causing fucking chaos. Yeah, like, just good. like walking in the middle of the street. Well, they're shit. already all teamed up. They're like hurt each other. Go 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 go, go, go. get it out of yourself. If the players like the players association got together from the NBA and was like, you know, we're just gonna like take over uh, Seattle. Why is there? How saying, could we stop that? Why the are they not? Seattle, that's why. Oh well, I guess there's football. Yeah, but yeah. why aren't they sent to fight ISIS? Mm. I think we can anymore. Let's sacrifice the them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put them on the front lines. You give them like big old You're machine right. guns, like from Halo, right. the craziest material. And we watch and it on ESPN. Fucking, we could make so much money. Fix the deficit. Oh, uh, we could fix the deficit. That's all I think about ever. Fixing that the deficit. deficit. <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us to eat some food. Explain it to him. I gotta get the food. Uh, this is uh, a segment where we eat some food. Ugh. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, you I'm know, very hungry. Yeah. Well, we smoke weed in this show. Mm. Um, and then, you know, we like to have a munchie. We like to have a munchie at the end of it, but we try to have an ethical munchie. Are we seriously is... going to eat a protein bar like Lady in the Tramp style? Like, are we doing this till we touch lips? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I we, know you have we to kiss too, all of so our we'll guests. We'll make this quick. No, I'm we, all right. We like okay, to actually, it slid kisses. back in. Oh, good. 
Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that happens. It stop. You stop needing to go to the bathroom. Yep. That always worries me. It's cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it's new. It's new cancer. It's fine. I'm fine with it. Um. Right. So okay. So here's what we we eat food. We they're no way a sponsor. Uh, we at, we try to be as honest as possible, whether we like it or not. But mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Great. good for you or good for the world. This is called an action action bar. Um, and it is by Action Cookies is the company. They're local Los Angeles. They use cookies all local are not products. built for action. No, well that's the thing. <laughs> they're trying to sell it. Here's to us. the like, thing. People like cookies. Well, that's, that's like possible. Runner's cake. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> cupcake jumpers. Yeah. Right. Um, that doesn't make sense. Fuck. It's fine. We'll bleep that out. It's, um, it's, it's yeah. kind of fun to like imagining fucking a cupcake because I thought there's a guy with his dick in a cupcake. I don't know why. Oh, there's those cake people on the internet where they like they booty ran cake cakes. Fart. Don't remember fun. cake fart? Yeah, buddy. Cake fart was huge, man. Mm-hmm. I know it's, that girl. As time goes, I I become more interested in it. Um, I love breadface blog. On Instagram, it's a girl yeah, who just rubs good. her face into bread. God, it's amazingly, it's like ASMR. It's she's so satisfying. Possible to masturbate. How much she's making? How much? How much money she's making? Honestly. How much money? How much you think? Ooh. Let's look up. She's net making major money. Instagram, Instagram don't pay money though, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. The advertisers yeah. do. Money. Lifestyle blog. Who does? Who, who does? That? Who does? <laughs> I just like that some people choose to put Everyone's public making money. What do you mean? You just you, you like hawk a product. Oh, cool. Yeah. Man. You, you know that? Capitalism's awesome. You're an influencer. Wow. I am? Yeah. Wow. Oh. All right. All right. So cool. what's this food? Anyway. Action bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is uh, supposedly from this company. I've looked it up. They want to promote action and physical activity. So they're making stuff that's good for you, but it's also fun and sweet and good. And this is called a zucchini chalk chip with caco nibs. And... Uh, <laughs> It's delicious, vegan, gluten-free, has antioxidants, boosts immunity, lowers cholesterol, vitamin C, and K. Uh, what's K again? I don't remember. Egg-free, like soy-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, and they have a Bruce Lee quote. Have you been doing a lot of ketamine uh, not in a Los lot. Angeles? All right, cool. Um, to know... Have you been <laughs> doing vitamin a lot K? Is that of ketamine, ketamine <laughs> That's actually Los Angeles. That's a Bob Seger song, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, t- uh, there's a Bruce Lee quote, to know oneself is to study oneself in action. In cap with another person. Um, I bet he would be so upset if he saw that they'd capitalize that section of the sentence. Yeah, so you guys in are action! making me look like an idiot. Yeah, I never screamed that. <laughs> I don't just. I don't scream. Right. I was a gentle man. I was just. I yeah. use my my fists to speak. Mm-hmm. Again, this is the zucchini chalk chip with cacao nibs. Give me them nibs. Here you go. Here, I'll, I'll take this. You take a piece of this, and I'll be honest. And while we're uh, yeah, you... thank you. And yeah, so we just like we just eat it, and then we just talk about it. What do you think? Um, Oof! You can taste that zucchini Not immediately. Great. It could be worse. Could be worse. It doesn't have. You feel like you're getting close to it, good taste, and then it never comes. You know yeah. what I mean? That bitter. Yeah. It's a thing with vegan desserts a lot of times, where it's like the the weird nut butter, the date the date base. Sometimes mm. they have it or that. You ever been like mm. driving towards the ocean? No. And okay. Have you ever been I driving towards the ocean, the ocean, Henry? Okay, I've seen so an ocean. You've seen an ocean? Yeah. Okay, well, oh, hot. Down imagine Florida. you're driving towards the ocean, and in the front of you is like, chair is so disturbing. It's like a giant hill, right? And you're like, once I get over that hill, I'll be able to see the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. get over the hill, and there's just another hill. You're just right. a naked dude with his dick out. Uh-huh. And he's fucking, he's it's just Henry Zabrowski throwing soup on himself. <laughs> <laughs> Making money, earning mm-hmm. a clothing. So what do you think? I'm just saying, you'd never get there. What do you think? How would you rate this? One out of, one out of five. I'd give it a two. Ooh. 2.75. 
That sucks because they're a sponsor. Yeah. We always... <laughs> yeah, this is going to be tough. We're going to get some emails about this one. This is a really bad bit where we yeah. trick our guests into talking shit about our sponsors. Our sponsors were not happy when we pitched them this idea, but we're just we said it um, would work out. What do you think? Um, I think it's okay. I think it's the kind Henry's of thing. Henry's having more of it, by the it, way. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, the, too. It, it's the kind of thing that I would not seek out, but if it were there, I'd be unable to stop eating I'm more starving. Of. It's not bad. Well, the you, it's starving, and it's definitely it's not the good. experience that that man had with this cat. So it's like, okay, it better th- you say this is better than a, a stranger's shit. <laughs> yeah. That's actually, yeah. That it's on here, on the label. Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Lee. This is better than a stranger's <laughs> shit. Bruce Lee. This is That's better weird. than a stranger's <laughs> shit. <laughs> that was when he died. Uh-huh. That was his last word. <laughs> Blew his brains right. out. With that, give us a charity that we should donate to and uh, our listeners to be should hopeful. donate to. And a wait, wait. To be... oh, yeah. One sorry, Barry. I'm yeah. sorry. What? Charity. Listen, we asked our guests to, to give us a charity to, to donate to. Um, your favorite charity. Please look out for uh, My Friend's Place. Uh, they're, I mean, especially if you're in the Los Angeles area, they do a lot of good work. Uh, and I, um, the Midnight Mission was pretty cool. I, I did some, I uh, gave them some money. Uh, and they seem to do a wait, lot of so stuff. My Friend's Place. Mm-hmm. What is that? It is that is the outreach for oh, the teenagers. outreach, right, right, yeah, that we've been working with, and then uh, uh, Midnight Mission that does a lot of. I believe that's also LA based. LA based. That's another good. Uh, they do a lot of charitable work, and I always search for things that are not religious based because I don't like having Christ. And you're a Satanist. Extend. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and uh, give us one reason to be hopeful. Yeah. Just um, any reason. Uh, a reason to be hopeful is that nothing is permanent. Everything. We've gotten that before. Give us another one. <sighs> yeah. Fuck. Give us something. Give us something original. What am I supposed to say? Um. (laughs) Oh God. You know, be hopeful. Uh, I'd say. uh, What would you tell yourself to be hopeful about? There's no such thing as a second chance for a lot of people, but for you, maybe. Hey, I like that. that. Wait, for which one of us? Are you saying the royal? That was me speaking to myself. Oh, got it. Oh, got it. Okay, but that's for all of us. We can all think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, all right. Man. Well, thanks, this Henry. Great. This thanks is awesome. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a blast. Yeah. Hail Satan. I, I still. Be... Hail Satan. All right. <laughs> Get high and save the world. It's a good show. Hello, I'm Kyle Ayers. I'm the host of Never Seen It, the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and then we give them a read in studio. This is a clip I want to play for you guys from an episode where Langston Kerman rewrites Scarface. He's never seen it, but he wrote a script based on what he thinks he knows about it. And here's a clip. Give it a listen. All right. Scarface, the new frontier. Interior, happening discotheque. Remember when we call clubs discotheques? <laughs> LOL, the 70s were crazy. Night. The crowd bustles with young, hot Mexicans who are supposed to be Cuban and all are dressed in butterfly collared shirts and pants that look like Jinko jeans and pleated khakis had a really weird baby. <laughs> There's sex in the air and Poppy wants a whiff. <laughs> oh, my God. Scarface, 22 to 45. (laughs) Like he's a television audience demographic? Devilishly handsome. Not even a little bit Italian looking, so get that out of your dumb brain. (laughs) 
walks through the crowd with the confidence of a man who's going on MTV Cribs with the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> Does he actually have a scar on his face? Fuck no. <laughs> why would he even why would you even ask that? That's not important. What's important is that he is not at all a problematic stereotype <laughs> and that he has come for his cocaine. <laughs> As he approaches the red rope of the VIP, pronounced V-A-P-E in Spanish, oh my God. <laughs> he spots his dear friend, who is almost certainly going to become his enemy by the end of the film, Smooth Skin. <laughs> Scarface yells out his signature line. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. It's me, Scarface. Oh, my God. 